Hello, hello. Welcome to Random Acts of Living. I'm your host, Emilia Nordhuk. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited about the story that I have to tell you. So let's go ahead and just dig right into the meat of it. Well, hello, gentle listeners, and welcome to the show. It's been a really, really exciting week, right? I mean, we just had the election. Um, President-elect Biden has been called as the winner. Um, our current president refuses to concede. Uh, there's so many interesting things happening right now. And, um, and I think that we just have to, I personally want to acknowledge the full, the full amazing historic moment of this presidency and electing the first woman, African American, Indian American person to the office of vice presidency. So let's have a moment of everyone like, wow, yay, woohoo, amazing. Uh, thank you, America, <laughs> for making this happen. And um, and then now we just have to get through the next, what was it, 71 days until the inauguration, uh, which proves that there's just going to be a lot of um, really interesting things that happen. But, uh, but I want to take a little break from politics that in that way. And, uh, and just talk about some of the things that have been um, rolling through my mind um, in the aftermath of this um, historic election. So this week, I turned 54. It was my birthday. My birthday always follows the election, <laughs> which is why, maybe why it's why I've always been interested in it, having been born uh, the day after um, in 1966. It was just predestined that I'd be politically active. Can't help it. Nothing I could do to stop it. So, so here I am, and uh, and I'm thinking deep thoughts, really deep thoughts. Right? Um, it's been a rough four years. There's been a lot of loss. There's been a lot of grieving to do. So I feel that in a lot of ways, I'm I'm in the middle of that process. And, uh, and then, of course, the political situation. And then we have this pandemic and has thrown a curveball for all of us. And, you know, as, you know, this continues to rage on and put a stop to everything that I think people love to do or to deeply change it and, you know, create a new normal, you know, we're really struggling with the psychological, physical, emotional, mental effects of, of this moment. So, so in that, so I have, you know, I love my birthday. Usually I like throw a big party. Um, I love to be around people. I love physical contact. It is my love language. <laughs> I took the test. It's true. Um, so, so not only is the pa pandemic difficult for me with the isolation of people and to be in contact, just to, I miss just that little bit of, of contact, you know, that, 
in that moment where maybe you put your hand on somebody's shoulder or, you know, or you reach to touch someone accidentally when you're helping to move stuff or, you know, in some way there's always that connection and absolutely making a point to not have it at all and stay six feet apart. Um, even when I teach ceramics classes is just, it's just crushing. So, so I'm thinking about all this um, uh, as I walk into my birthday and I do have a little bit of a celebration um, as I'm staying in the campsite here in Iowa until they kick me out <laughs> when the water freezes. Um, so I, I still have another week, although it's getting colder and colder, but, um, but I am really enjoying this space and being in nature. So I invite over a group of, of small group of people that I really, um, enjoy being around that I met through, um, art classes. And, and so we have this huge bonfire, um, on the eve of my birthday, which is just fantastic. So, um, it's always great celebrating things with like a fire and having people toast to your health. And, you know, so even though there's no hugging, <laughs> there's definitely like some, some contact and, um, and that, that really, you know, both helps buoy my, um, the moment and, and my, my spirits. Uh, but also it drives home the point so clearly just how isolated we are right now and how we have to continue to be isolated um, in many regards in order to get a handle on this. So, you know, so I'm walking around, um, there's all these beautiful paths and I walk the dog at least once a day, often two or three times a day. And I'm just, I just have this feeling this, um, this like, I know I'm bored, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, living, you know, like my best life. And, um, you know, but right now my best life is actually just staying alive, as I think most of us <laughs> not getting COVID, um, especially if you're in a high risk category. So shout out to everyone who's just being able to do that. And, it, you know, but then there's still this feeling because I'm a human being and, and I'm still, I'm caught in all of this and, you know, and my love language is physical contact and I miss people, you know, so there's this sense that, you know, that I'm missing something of like the doldrums and, and then this word pops into my head and, and I can't think of the right way to say it, um, but it, I think it said, I think it's, you pronounce it Inui. I know I'm wrong, <laughs> but, but I see, I see how it's spelled E N N U I. And I'm like, Oh, this word, what is this word? And so I'm fixated on this word and I finally, I Google it. Ah, oh, thank goodness for Google. Um, and it is pronounced Anui. <laughs> I must have seen a, uh, a, a comedic, uh, like play on this word because I can't get a nui out of my head. Um, but ennui is how it's pronounced and it is a perfect word for right now. Um, no wonder it popped into my little head, like the little thought bubbles I kind of have because it means weariness, tedium, restlessness, boredom the blahs. 
I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's it. We have collective ennui right now. We are wearied of our current state of politics, the current administration, and of more than anything else, this pandemic that is forcing us to go into another isolating period because all over the world, but especially in the United States, we are spiking infection rates hugely, hugely. <laughs> so it's another moment where we have to be vigilant in wearing masks and social distancing and, you know, making sure that we follow through with all this because people's lives actually do depend on this. So although I've been walking around in ennui for the past few days, I've decided instead of complaining about it and trying to do something reckless and changing it, I'm simply going to lean into this moment. I'm going to lean into my ennui and the collective ennui because I think even the dog is feeling ennui right now. And sometimes Lele looks at me and she's like, I am not doing that. I'm sitting right here, me and my ennui. We're not moving. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna respect her <laughs> and give her that space. And I'm also gonna respect myself and give myself that space to sit in my weariness and to lean into it and to see what's on the other side because I know that this is just a moment and will pass. It will pass. And one of the things that is helping me with that, I keep thinking about this book that I read years ago. Um, it's one of my favorite books. I've actually read it several times. Um, and since the beginning of the pandemic, like moments of this book keep popping up in my head. And, uh, and it is called The Wall by Marlene Hoffesfar. So I know I just butchered that, I apologize, but it's a fantastic book. And the premise of the story is that this, this middle-aged woman um, wakes up one morning in uh, like the mountains of Austria and she's alone. She's, she's utterly alone and she goes out to explore what's happened and there's an invisible wall that is separating her from the rest of the world. And what happened, the best that she can surmise is that there's been some sort of a, an event and everything on the other side of the wall has been destroyed. But she, for some reason, has been protected and separated from this destruction. And, and in her space, there's a dog, a cat with kittens, and a cow that's pregnant. And, and so she starts, um, the book is actually how she prepares herself for the winter and um, lives off the land and, and starts to come to terms with her isolation. And, and it's a really, um, it's a really amazingly well told story. And it's very, I, I think for having only like one character, although I think the wall takes on its own uh, personality. I, I think that it's just such a great book for this time. And you can download it on Audible. <laughs> I looked. <laughs> I've downloaded it. Um, so, and I think it's a great way to like help with my ennui is to listen to the book, you know, so I, I can hear uh, another human voice talking to me, um, which is also very helpful. 
but I just, I can't recommend the idea of this book enough. And I think it's definitely something that I found very helpful and, you know, to contemplate, you know, like where we all are in this moment of our own isolation and what it means to be so separate from many people. And even if we're separate, you know, we're isolating in our own like family bubbles. Um, I think there's still a sense of aloneness and loneliness, even when you're around people such as your family that love and care for you. So, you know, I just want to give some of that voice and, you know, that, that it's going to be okay that we have this lack of enthusiasm and interest right now in maybe a lot of things. It's been a long haul. <laughs> I have to keep reminding myself. It's been most of this year that we've had to do this. And every time we as the human community step outside of that, we see an uptake of COVID cases. And although maybe in, in a lot of places there aren't so many deaths, there's still too many people dying. If you are in a high risk category, the recklessness, the risk of doing that is just too, is just too much. Here I sit in Iowa in the middle of a campground with frost all around me, contemplating my ennui, leaning into it, fully experiencing it. And I think it's going to be a beautiful thing when I get through the other side. Oh, and gentle listeners, I'm just going to hug the frick out of all of you <laughs> when I can again, and it's safe to do so. Um, so you've been warned. If you see me next year in 2021, the new era, um, ask me about the wall. Ask me about what I learned from my from leaning into my ennui. So next year, my greatest wish is that we can, we can give each other hugs. <laughs> really, like it's so simple. Like I can't wait to see everyone and just hug you. So um, yeah, so and with that, um, I'm going to, in my mind's eye, give everyone so much aloha right now. And in my mind, I have my arms around you just like I'm reaching out to give you aloha, as we say in Hawaii, to give you that hug, to share the same breath with you. Thank you for joining me. And if you found this interesting or provocative or maddening, well, leave me a review and tell me about it. Drop me a line. Let me know some of your stories. And thanks again for joining me. I look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day. Be well. Stay present. Aloha. Aloha.